All right, what's going on? What's crack a lacking, everybody? It's podcast number 46. We have an action-packed podcast for you. As I'm hitting these charms on my microphone, my wife gives me these good luck charms everywhere. Here, put this in your wallet. Here, hang this on this. Here, put this in your shop. I don't know about you, man, but uh, I don't know if any of your wives are superstitious or if it, your husband is stupor, uh, stupor. <laughs> He's, we're definitely stupid stitious, but uh, are you they superstitious? I'm not sure. I'm a little bit, but uh, so far I'm going along with it because she's been pretty dang good about it. So anyways, we have an action-packed podcast as usual, and we are going to be talking about... Uh, how to educate your customer. I did a, a live video today on my, um, what is it? Uh, my, my Facebook page, not my personal page. Remember, we'll, we'll talk about that in more detail. And I was educating the customer and we'll get into that. I'm also going to have a special guest, Joe from Dent Evo, Joe Garcia, very good tech. He is in Southern California. He's about an hour and a half away from me. And he gave me a very cool light, too, and he also attended the IMI. We're going to talk about, I know I know we've talked about IMI, you know, the importance of it, but how can you use it as a tool? I, To me, personally, it's one of the most important certifications you can get because you can make money off of it, and usually Tesla people will pay that money, and we'll talk about that, too, as well. We'll get, we'll, we'll get Joe's thoughts on that. And then we're going to talk about the vintage light that he gave me as well. That's a it's kind of a two-part thing about that. And we'll get into whatever swings my my way into this, but let's talk about promotions. Coming up right now, how to educate the customer. Hello, everyone. I'm Mike Toledo, your host on Dent Time PDR, a podcast about PDR training, tutorials, interviews, and much more. So get something to eat, drink, and start pushing. It's time to listen. All right. All right. Well, all right. Let's let's get right into it here. So I don't think enough of you do the educating part. Me and Don talk about it a lot when he's on here. We got to keep promoting ourselves, the educating the customer, not just how good we are, but how important it is to understand that choosing the right paintless dent repair technician is like choosing the right plastic surgeon. You know, I said it before, I'll remind you for the new listeners who have never heard me talk about this, I'm going to kind of reiterate. There's something that we always have to remind each other to keep our um, the value of our worth up. And I'm talking about, it's not about the prices, it's about the value of your time and what you're worth and what you bring to the table. Not how cheap you are, not what your competitors are doing, but really the value and this podcast is generally about this whole thing. It's about the value. So let me get into what I did today, which will be you hearing tomorrow, which is today for you or whenever you're listening to this. But just before you heard this podcast, I did, and you might not see it on here. It depends on when you're listening. You might not see it on my Facebook page. You might have to scroll all the way down. But I said, why you need to, why you need to choose, don't choose cheap over good quality. Okay. That's kind of where the title was. So I had a customer bring in a vehicle and I'm sure all of you who've been in the game for a long time have come across this one at one time or another, either a dealership through a retail customer or whatnot, but you've seen someone else's work and it 
honestly, you know for a fact they could have done better. And then so you end up cleaning cleaning it up. Thank God it's the one that came in right now wasn't entirely the worst I've seen. Still Pokemon, still dent different. That's what I call it. It's not dent better. Sometimes it can go from dent, uh, kind of dent worse, honestly, not dent different. So I, what I'm getting at is, is I had a vehicle who had a, who bought it used, okay? He didn't, he dare didn't call someone else because this is his second time coming in. He's really, I bought this car with me in mind and he wanted me to take care of the dents. So I said, sure. So he brings it in and I had my Taiwanese students here for advanced training and one of them caught it. I didn't see it. I was going around the car, just looking, put my light on it and I overlooked it. And it was, you know, not super obvious, but it was enough. And I put the light on it. I was like, oh my gosh. It looked like worse acne. And he opened up the door, of course. I knew there was going to be a hole, and sure enough, there was. But the whole the manufactured access point, access point, the hole wasn't the big deal. All right? It's where they drilled the hole was the big deal. And then you could tell that the tech used, or he went too aggressive with, with a sharp tool. And that tells me two things. You don't understand how to use your tip. You weren't trained correctly, and you didn't understand how to read the reflection. Because once you understand the reflection, fog or lines, you'll be able to predict, it's called predictive pushing, see what you're doing before you actually make the mistake. That's predictive pushing. Okay, You want to see it before it happens. And in other words, always know where your tip is at. So I decided, you know what, this would be a good educational video for a live, for uh, PDR, for Dent Time on, on my Facebook page. What I end up doing is, you know it, turning on, doing live video. Here's the thing too, guys, you, you really got to get comfortable about doing this because sooner or later, everyone's going to be doing it. I, I, I'm going to tell you. Sooner or later, everyone is going to be doing this. Whether you you have to do a live podcast or you have to do I'm just gonna do a live video on through your Facebook or you have to do it on YouTube, get comfortable with it. So I go, hey, everybody, I want to talk about this repair. Um, before I'm doing the repair, I wanted to go over why you need to make sure you choose a very good paintless dent repair technician company to do your repair. And start in, start in kind of easy. Don't be a total, this is why, this is a hack. I mean, don't sound too abrupt. You know, hey, it's, it's usually you're educating them. This is why. And then use a metaphor. I always use the plastic surgery method because people get it. And this is how I say it. You know, we are like plastic surgeons. You have good doctors and you have bad ones. Sometimes you get you if you go to if you're going to get plastic surgery on your via, on excuse me on your face, you're not going around town asking who's the cheapest, and you ask them right. You're not going around. Paintless dent removal is plastic surgery for your car. Really, you only get one chance to do it right, and sometimes you get lucky, and we can fix what has been done wrong. But most of the time, 
it's irreversible and you're stuck going to the traditional body shop method where you have to repaint the panel, which you were trying to avoid in the first place. And that's how you try to con convince the customer. At the same time, you're educating them that it's not like going to get a gallon of milk at the store. You know, this is way different. And this is why we need to show examples when we have the opportunity. Maybe you don't want to do a live video. You don't have to. Record it. Do a voiceover if you don't want to do in front of the camera. I think it's always best to show your face in front of the camera. Let people know who you are. It builds trust. It builds much bigger tr trust than if you were hiding behind the camera and talking. That's fine. You can start that way, but don't get too comfortable with that. Eventually, you're going to have to stand in front of the camera. Truly, if you really want to take your company and, and, and go to the top, you do. Look how many commercials with people in their own businesses in front of the camera. You know, here in San Diego, there's plumbers, there's carpet companies, there's heating and air companies. They even have their own family in there, like their kids, because they know that people like that. They like to know who they're dealing with. And I think that's part of your solution to help educate the customer and it builds trust. Don't attack the customer. Don't attack the person who made the mistake. Just, just educate them. Don't, don't put that person down to, I mean, you can, you can say this is you know, unethical or this wasn't the way I would do it. But you don't want to like keep attacking. You just want to educate. Think about if you think about it as you're educating them, your demeanor, the way you're going to explain things, is going to be much better. So don't be that guy who's you know trying to just be the number one and be super aggressive and it's a turnoff anyway. Anyways, okay, it really is. Regardless if you're the viewer or you're the customer. It's a turnoff. So that's just my take. I know that that for the most part is true. Sometimes it might work once in a while, depending on the situation, but I don't recommend it to do it consistently. Okay. But set the customer up. Hey, we're about to work on this vehicle. Uh, we're going to do some dents here. We're going to, we're going to glue pull it. There's a little bit of a crown here. This is the part that takes a little bit longer. You know, when a dent gets hit, the metal moves out to the outside. It's called the shock wave held in time. That's the hard part. We've got to reverse and we got to spend a lot of time on it. But meanwhile, let me show you something. This car has been worked on before. Unfortunately, it wasn't performed right. And this is why you really need to do your research when it comes to paintless dent removal. This is very much like plastic surgery for your vehicle. And just like anything else, you don't go around asking for the who's the cheapest doctor. You ask for who's the best. And we are the good doctors for your car. You know what I mean? You just kind of be real smooth, set the story up, and you know what? Be convincing. Believe it as you're talking. The more you talk, the more you're convincing you sound, the more building the trust you are. You're not, you're not bullcrapping them. You know, you're telling them, you're, you're setting up the facts. You're showing what really happened. You're showing the, the circumstances, the bad things that could happen. And you're going to be the person that can fix it. That's a good solution. And that, again, that's going to work.
That fact, there's people sharing it because there was other dent companies that are saying, you know what, that's true. And they want to share it and educate their customer. I think we all need to do a part of educating the customer. Putting paintless dent removal out there more and more. You know, we are, we are the first ones that people should think about if they have a dent in their vehicle. Even if there's some paint damage. Some people can live with a minor crack or a paint chip. Most people can. I mean, is that, is that minor paint chip worth an extra $700, $1,200 being away from their vehicle, Carfax report, insurance going up? There's a lot of factors that go into that. Is it really worth it for them to gain that extra 10% improvement? So that's my take on that, dude. I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't like to stay on subjects too long. I just like to put something in your ear, you know, we still got to do our part on educating every day. When I should think about, when I go to the shop, I think about what I can do to help educate and then promote my business. You know, sometimes I forget, but most of the time I do at the end of the video, I tell them, hey, if you've got a dent in your vehicle, a scratch in your vehicle, because I do paint repair as well for our mobile bumper repair stuff, contact me. My phone number is 858-943-9676. Text me a photo. I'll reply back with an estimate and a quick quote with our availability. Did I say something like that? Or if you want to message me right above, because I'm talking on my Facebook page, please do there. Upload a photo there. Be real. Practice your smoothness. That's what I think you need to do. Practice your smoothness. Some of you guys are like, I'll never do that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Stop thinking that way. You guys are business owners right now. You guys are entrepreneurs, whether you want to think that or not. You're entrepreneurs. You have to change your gear now. This is 2019, people. That's at least at the time I'm recording this podcast. I might be dead in a couple of years and you guys are listening to this. And I'm old phone Mike, man. He's right. I know I'm right. That's how I built my business. That's where, how I, I became where I'm at. I knew there's things that I really didn't want to do. I knew there was things I wasn't comfortable with, but I knew I had to get better at. So speaking of getting better, I put a saying up today. And um, as I love sayings, dude. So it, it really meant, it, 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 it really hit home because... Uh, every dent that I try, it, it doesn't come out as good as I want. And so, and this was food for thought for you guys. So, um, you know, attempting big dents that I couldn't fix completely wasn't a waste of time. I just came to a harsh reality. I could do better. So, and that could, that doesn't have to be dents. That doesn't, that, that could mean marketing. That can mean doing videos. That could be putting yourself in front of the camera, educating the customer. You suck. Yeah, we suck right now. Whatever you think you suck at, you know you could do better. If you try. If you try. And I don't mean half-ass try because you know you get half-ass results. Well, usually half-ass try gets you no results. Really. 
But if you really are trying, you're going to see results. So, second time, that's my end of my spiel. All right, so we're going to call Joe Garcia. Now, Joe Garcia is, as I mentioned, he's a PDR tech in the kind of like Riverside, Claremont area. It's just up north, okay? Uh, he has been trained by the same person that uh, trained my stepdad. I'll, I'll let him tell you the year. Um, so, yeah, his name, the guy's name is Rick Dugan. Anyways, we are going to just give him uh, just a little bit of time to come on. So I'll give him a call in just a second. So we're, the, the topic of this next segment is going to be vintage PDR. And what I mean by that is I'm going on 30 years, which is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. started in 1991. And uh, if you want to hear the full story and super interesting, I think you're going to really dig it. Uh, you can check out podcast number two, and that will, that will definitely uh, set, that, set the whole thing up because I'm not going to go into the whole spiel. That's why... I created a podcast, number two. Um, so anyways, he was trained by my stepdad. I mean, it's trained by the same person, my stepdad. So we had the IMI, because I'm going to set the story up uh, when he comes in. Uh, and he brings out brings this light in. This is just last weekend. And he goes, you recognize this, Mike? And I looked at it, and I was like, holy crap. I go, yeah, that's the same light. I used uh, when I was doing dance. It looks exactly like it. And he goes, that's because it is. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, I have one and I found another extra one and I restored it and I'm giving it to you. So that was just amazing. I, I practically almost like went into tears. So, uh, So that's the story. Hello, Mike. Joe Garcia. How you been, man? What's up? What's up, buddy? I'm good. I've been real good. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. So you finally, uh, we finally got to be able to connect after the IMI event. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've, I've been uh, really pumped since the, since the event, man. It's always yeah. great to get together and then even more so because uh, just the, the responsibility that we have also, uh, you know, of learning everything we can, and especially when it comes to the safety of, of, of what we do. I mean, when crying out loud, when you could die working on an electric vehicle, it's very important, obviously. Yeah, and, you know, that's why, that's why I'm calling you. There's two things, okay? Two things we're going to talk about the topics that are here, um, because I already had another topic about something else, but you'll, you'll hear the rest of the podcast. I still want you to listen to it too, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Listen, first of all, I want you to introduce yourself, where you're from, what's your handle on Instagram or wherever okay. else you have anything else and how long you've been doing it and just a brief history of, uh, of how you got into it. So go ahead. Yeah, for sure, man. Okay. My name is Joe Garcia mm -hmm. and uh, my, uh, my Instagram handle is Dent Evo, at Dent Evo, uh, simple as that. Uh, that's my, my business, um, kind of like my... <laughs> kind of like my alter ego, really, um, after all these years. Uh, I've been doing it since uh, 97. 
started uh, training with Rick Dugan out in California, out here, Southern California. Uh, Claremont is where, where I'm from. And, uh, uh, what else did you want to know? Sorry about that. That that Claremont set me up the area of Claremont. Is that like Riverside area? And like what what part of uh, California is it? Okay. Okay. So it's, we're right on the border of LA County and San Bernardino. Um, we're probably about 25 minutes from Riverside. So, uh, I understand you used to work, do some work in Riverside. I did. I like just briefly not not a, not a whole lot i used to do raceway ford out there believe it or not Can you oh yeah that? I wow to, man i used to cover that whole area at one point from rip that point all the way down to san diego so it was it was dumb wow, stupid man. like crazy so um yeah you could i listen let's talk about i'm going to talk about the imi and then we're going to talk about vintage pdr and then we'll get into rick okay. dugan and a little bit of history into that because i think it's interesting joe um Here's the, here's the deal. Okay. I, I, we've all, we've had numerous topics on IMI, which is the, uh, certification for uh, electric vehicles, which like you said, it's very important. And to me personally, let's talk about the significance of it and why, why it's important because not only it'll help you save your life, but you know what, this is probably one of the most important certifications you can get and profitable at the same time. This is where somebody would really care that you actually have a certify certification because it matters. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'll be honest with you, Mike. Uh, when I first signed up for it, I was really looking at it from like a marketing standpoint, which, you know, from what I understand, a lot of the other guys felt the same. Um, and I mean, absolutely. It's a great way to market your business. Why not? You're like the, authority on your subject now just automatically putting that imi certification there you are the the top of the hierarchy but it wasn't until about an hour in uh you know listening events and that guy by the way uh you know we've always you know i've known him for years i've known you guys for many many years and you know i've always known vince is a happy-go-lucky you know too cool for school almost kind of guy you know yeah and uh that guy is very knowledgeable at, uh, at, at the electric vehicles and hybrids. And I was really impressed at how I, I could tell he really believes in it. And, and it's a good thing to believe in. I mean, let's face it. Um, you know, so it was about an hour in when it, it dawned on me. It's like, holy, you know, holy schmoly, man. <laughs> this, is, this is not anything to mess with. And he shows us some pictures of, you know, where, you know, I was always under the impression, Mike, that the high voltage wires were, you know, I sound so foolish now and when I think about it, but I thought the high voltage cables were all underneath the vehicle, you know, maybe, maybe close to the rocker panel, if that, you know, yeah. but he showed us pictures of, of the orange high voltage cables going through the a fender on a, I think, well, one was a Macan, if I remember correctly, Porsche. And then the other was like a Mazda that didn't even look like an electric vehicle. It was like a, it was like one of the cars that, and, and they go into this, Vince went into this about how, you know, some cars don't even look like electric vehicles. You got like the Highlanders now that are, you know, uh, the hy- hybrid and electric. And um, you don't know and, until you kind of search for it. But one of those photos, going back to that, I mean, there was a cable right there 
right where we would just go in and, and pry and, and not even think about it. I know. I know. We, 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 we take for granted. Again, I like to use the word condition that we're working on a normal car. You know what I mean? Right. We're sticking sharper and sharper tools in now because we're getting used to using sharp tools. What happens if right. one of those sharp tools puncture one of those cables, man? It's, it's over like Rover, yeah. man. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But here's, a, here's what I got out of it. I mean, of course, I've already taken my IMI. And so right. since, since I, I went to uh, England and got certified, I was thinking, okay, how, how can you promote that you – that you took the certification, right? And how many times during the week do you get, you get Teslas, right? Or you get electric vehicles now. It seems like you're getting more and more often, right? Especially right, yeah. the Model right. 3. I have to tell you, I've been worked on the Model 3 more than I have any other Tesla now. And really? Yep. Yeah, it, keeps, it keeps more and more. I keep getting text messages. So and I think you heard me mention this before at the, at the show. So I want to give a tech tip. So this is what you could do. You could, and I think you've already heard me say this, but I want to tell everyone else who's already IMI certified or you're getting ready to IMI certified or whatever. If you work on a common situation and you already took a picture of it or you post it on your Instagram, that specific right. Instagram post, you can actually copy the URL from that. And then okay. you can actually show, hey, I am IMI certified. Here's a link to, to show proof that I went to the class or I hear my certificate right here. And then I wrote, I had a little post about it and you can copy and paste that link to your text message, to your email or whatever. And that person can automatically click on it and see that, that you've, you've been certified. You know what I mean? It's right. Yeah. Especially yeah, here's, here's my thing. The Tesla people are, they, they don't even think twice, Joe. I don't know about you, but when I give them a price, they're on it. And especially if you, if I say I'm, I am I certified, I'm I'm illegally certified to work on your vehicle. If I need to power it down, I can do that as well. So yes, I, I do I do find a little bit of an OCD element in the uh, yeah. in the Tesla consumers, you know, which is good for us in my opinion. So yes, having you know, being safe and them knowing that like they're concerned about their car, obviously, you know, and and I I would say more so than an owner of a hybrid. Uh, or, uh, you know, a regular Prius or something, you know? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, were you, you were nervous in the beginning or, or not of your, of your class? Uh, in nervous of what? Were you nervous going through the certification or did you, did you, did oh, you think? Oh it was yeah. Easy? So like, like the tests and stuff, uh -huh. I, I was, I was a little bit, uh, taken aback. I think a lot of us were in the class of how thorough and how, like just how much information, like, you know, we're a bunch of dent guys, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's face it. You know, we, we uh, I haven't taken a, a written test in a while. So uh, we were joking, of course, that, you know, this is why we got into dents in the first place. So we didn't have to use the pen or, or do, uh, you know, <laughs> in, in intellectual work, but it's, it, you know, it's very thorough. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's open book. So you can really, you know, they, it's training, you know, it's not just a test. So, um, as far as like being nervous about failing, I, I knew that this is a situation where they want you to learn. Vince wants you to learn. So, you know, for your own sake and for, for the sake of our industry too. Yeah. I because think, I think, it, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, you know, that was, 
a big part of it. And I, it, I think we had fun with that part, you know, just acting like, uh, you know, we're a bunch of dumbos over there, you know, dent, dumb old dent guys, you know, but we, we knew what was going on that we were, were learning in the process. And it was a, a bit of a rep, repetitive uh, learning by, by reading, uh, listening to Vince speak, uh, then writing it down and then it, doing it all over again in the actual test where we're hands-on and we're powering down a, uh, an EV. Yeah. I, and you know what we had, we had Vince's car, his little soul, right? That right. was, that right. was, wasn't too bad, uh, powering down. I mean, there was a few things we had to take apart. Um, right. And then, but then we had the Tesla, the model, model X, right? That sucker, you right. had to take a lot of stuff out just to get to the battery. You know, yeah. once we took right. the, once we get the battery, just well, just to uh, power it down was simple, but you had to take the, and you had to disconnect the battery first, and then you had to pull out all right. this stuff out, and then we were talking about, you know, here's what we also forget is that we don't, you know, we're not thinking about charging these customers. You know, there's there's still right. risk, there's still um, responsibility in that. Uh, and liability yeah, and liability if you break a clip right. or if you pull stuff you know you um so you know people that's another thing that you guys can you you can benefit off of um, being imi certified is that you can charge the power down these vehicles and you should even though you're conditioned to not normally do something like that you think it's part of your in the price but again you know i, I think it's i feel it's important that you you itemize what you're going to do, the process of why you're charging what you're charging to do work on an electric vehicle. <clears throat> Excuse me, don't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. agree, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. That's why we charge anything. If I mean, if we're if we're going back to like the price of dent that most of us use now, and and Paul Corden's price guide and the other price guides that are, you know, available. Thank goodness. Um, you know, we're we're using all these factors that determine the difficulty of the repair. And guess what? Yes. Powering down a, a, a Tesla is a big deal. You know, it's worth at least 150 bucks in my opinion. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think it's worth more quite frankly. I mean, um, and doing it, you know, by with all the, the standards, you know, of, of keeping not only yourself safe, but your customers safe. It's, it's a responsibility. Yeah. We, we need, we're, we're going into another level of PDR. I don't mean to sound like dr overly dramatic here, but it, it is, it's another level. And I mean, we are legitimized now and more and more so. And, and you know, thanks to, you know, to, to this and thanks to the professionalism that you've had all over the years, you know, in your videos and the way you portray uh, what we do uh, to the consumer. Well, here's another level. And and while we're at that, giving thanks to I think I think we need to give a hand to uh, Anson and the TDN group who who've been uh, you know pushing the forefront of this and uh, they they've done a terrific job. Uh, Kevin yes. Kevin Andrews, who's the mm -hmm. one the creator of that, and um, right. he, he's they, let me tell you something. Dan. You think Vince is hardcore? Wait until you go through Kevin Andrews, man. If you had to go through Kevin really? Andrews, man, yeah. We, yeah. we might have been I'm there good. another two days, dude. So, you know, <laughs> in right. a good way. Super thorough. Yeah, not yeah. saying that Vince wasn't. I'm just saying, um, you know, by the book. You know what I mean? So right. it is, right. it, it's like I said, I, I'm very grateful that um, that I'm, I'm certified. 
And I think it's a tool for everything. It, it It's one of the most important certifications that I think people should go out there. So if you're thinking about signing up, maybe you have a big group that you're thinking about signing up. Ask, get a hold of Anson, see if you can host one, get a ground of people up there and uh, see how it goes. Or you want an individual, you want to attend a uh, IMI, go to AnsonPDR.com, check out the events. They should have some areas where they're going to host a, an IMI. We are thinking about having one at, at the um, mega media event. So it's not for sure cool. official yet, but we are definitely thinking about that. So, cool. Cool, all right. Yeah. So, so let's get back into you. Okay. Um, so you've been pushing since 97. I've checked out your work. Of course, I've known you uh, for a few more, about five years. You know, we met at MTE. I didn't know even know you were in my backyard, dude, like down, you know, by, in right. Southern California. Right. But I saw it. Little did I know that you and I were closer than we thought. Like far as like, not as in like neighbors, but our, our background. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right. um, check out like, right now. I want you, if you guys are looking it up, check out Joe. It's Dent Evo or Instagram at Dent Evo. Okay, check out check his workout. He's legit, and another freaking super nice guy, man. And you've been doing it since '97. Let's get into Rick Dugan now. He's right. he's actually trained my stepdad back in 1989, '90, somewhere around there. Okay, I can't remember exactly, okay. but okay. But you've been trained yeah. by him '97, and how did that come up, man? How did you get trained by the same dude that trained my stepdad? Well, I'm at this point. I'm hoping it's the same the same rick it's gotta be it is it is i remember the last name i remember look look, dude there's no way we're gonna talk about the lake there's no way you could have brought that what we're gonna talk about later so go ahead yeah okay okay yeah the the line uh reflection is a big deal that's uh you know uh, let's face it not a lot of guys use use lines and we're we're kind of uh unicorns we're kind of rare birds you know (laughs) yeah right so um yeah so and you know from what i understand your your stepdad was the one who trained you, right? Rick, not Rick. Not Rick, no. Okay, well, I kind of got a little bit of you know. With all due respect to Rick, I kind of got uh, step uh, stepson training too, because Rick was you know he was well he was gracious enough to bring me into into the fray and introduce me to PDR and and as well as just the inspiration of of just giving me that inspiration of like hey man you can you can do something cool really innovative. Um, but he was in with all again with all due respect to him he was kind of on his way out at that point in 97 he was he was getting a little bit uh a little bit uh, frustrated with uh, competitors coming in and and charging really really low prices there you know we've always had those guys that you know I don't want to start putting the spotlight on them but there's always those who are, are in the race to the bottom yeah you know they just want to get the job and he was getting frustrated with that and to top it off, Rick, you know, he was a, a really, really interesting cat. This guy was, uh, he was one of those guys that would see something innovative or something, a neat skill to learn, and he would master it. And he would do it for a while. He'd, he'd do it professionally, including PDR and uh, other things that I'll get to in a minute. Uh, he would master it, get bored of it, and, you know, being a restless soul, he'd, he'd want to do something else. And so I think I caught him on the kind of on the outs a little bit where he was kind of losing that, that passion for the business. And, uh, 
while he started to train me a little bit, I started learning more from his protege, Mike Adams, who was also a phenomenal tech. Um, he's still around. Uh, he's up in the San Luis Obispo area now with his, with his own shop, if, if I understand correctly. Um, but he taught me a lot. I learned a lot from Mike, and Mike was uh, uh, a direct student of Rick's. And is he, uh, is he a still a lineboard guy? He's still a lineboard guy. Wow, cool. Yeah, so you may, maybe you should be interviewing Mike, because <laughs> I think Mike knows more more about Rick, to be honest, because he, he really, uh, you know, he was kind of, he, he was almost like his surrogate son for a while. Yeah. Well, I um, mean, I, I just wanted to know, like, I mean, I just wanted to get, you know, uh, this isn't about Rick Dugan, but it's just, it's, it's just yeah. a coincidence about, you know, the, the heritage and where we've, where we've all kind of developed, you know, and came from, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, obviously you, you can hear how impressed I, I've, I am with Rick because like I said, you know, he, he changed my life by introducing me to PDR and, you know, so I feel like, uh, you know, and, and the other thing, dude, is, like seeing, and again, we'll get back to the the thing that we, the subject that you were talking yeah. about that you're going to introduce later in, in the in the conversation. But I've had a little bit of um, kind of like I'm not a nostalgic guy, you know. I I like to be in the now. I like to look towards the future. Yeah. But these these past this past week uh, before IMI, because I knew I was going to be bringing that light, that old antique light to you. <laughs> And I was kind of like, I was getting like lashed back to, to those times and, and how I saw things then. And, and, and I realized, I realized just what a gift, uh, I was introduced, being introduced to PDR. You know, I, I really think it's a gift. I believe in PDR. I really do. You know what it take, uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't think a lot of people, I think they unconsciously, uh, they know that, but they don't admit it like you did. You know what I mean? Like. Like my stepdad wasn't, you know, you guys probably heard maybe on podcast too. Great PDR tech, not a good teacher. Okay. But there's, yeah, there's a difference. I'm yeah. going to extract right. what he did. He introduced me to PDR. He asked me if I want to do PDR. If it wasn't for him asking me, you know, taking me out, dragging me out to, you know, Palm Desert and learning, I wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Yeah, he wasn't the greatest teacher, but I I took what I could get from it and learned a lot. You know what I mean? And that's right. what that's what you're saying. And and uh, not not saying we're not giving no we're not taking any credit away from anybody. You know they right. they, they did the best they could exactly. based on what they knew. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that, that's how I can I guess I can my point of view of, of seeing that. You know, for sure, man. When you were in that little Carmen Ghia in uh, yeah. 110 degrees. Oh my God! Logan. I can't surprise it made it. Yeah, no kidding. You guys covered a lot of ground now. Uh, so let's let's talk about vintage PDR here, dude. All right. Um, okay. So we are at the IMI. You're at my shop. Let's 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 set the set the tone here. I think we 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 just got done with the, with the with the certification. You just got you know certified. You you passed and all that good stuff. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. So I see you out there. I saw outside. I saw you tinkering. Them. I thought you were going to bring in like, and I, I just looked briefly, you know, and I thought you were going to bring in one of those, um, th those, those big, massive, like, uh, what is that? That, that rope ratchet, uh, big pole system for yeah. glue pulling. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
like the Marty Runic yeah, thing. Yeah, look like a big right. T thing. And um, so you come in, you know, I don't think anything about it, but you you roll in with this big wrought iron looking light. How long is that light? That thing was, it's got like five feet, isn't it? Like at least? At least, yeah. Five and a half feet it, tall, something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Half inch lines it. on it. And you go, hey, Mike, does this look familiar? And I just, I'm I, I instant, like, like things just started flying through me and like bringing that thing out and pulling it for, putting it together for my stepdad. And I go, yeah, that looks yeah. like my, my light I used to use. And you go, well, that is. And I was like, holy crap, dude. And I, I almost, yeah, I, I couldn't say anything, dude, because it was like, you, it, it felt at all the whole <laughs> history of my career was i see it right in that light dude. you know what i mean it was the struggles yeah, the struggles yeah. i used to like yes. that's what really the pain and and doubting the 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 things that like am i going to get through am i going to be ever be able to do this or am i going to make any money that i could feel proud of i remember looking right. at that light for hours and hours and years and years and that's what was yeah. going through my mind and it's 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 hard to explain but you guys are probably thinking what a what a punk mike is you know is, but no yeah maybe you lost a few listeners huh? i just um, i i just want to say thank you for bringing that man and i just i'm i'm still overwhelmed i look at that i walk in the, in the shop by myself today and I, it was just it's super quiet but eerie at the same time just staring at that light going and just sitting there just just thinking about the past you know even though it wasn't about yeah. like dwelling on the past it was right it was like you know it's a, it's a trip, dude. Yeah. It's, I did. I had the same experience when I was piecing it together in the garage. And, uh, I was like on this emotional roller coaster all of a sudden I'm, yeah. I'm, it's coming together and, and I'm looking at it and I'm, and on one end I was having like this flashback, just like what you're describing. And I, I know people are, are listening right now and they're saying, these guys are nuts. But, yeah. but I, I was like thinking, man, I'm like, I was like flashed back to my 21 year old self you know 100 years ago whenever that was. <laughs> and uh and looking at it like feeling that this little sense of promise and sense of hope and then sense of struggle and all these things and on the other end i was thinking man i'm probably gonna roll this into mike's shop and and he's gonna say like oh that's nice joe but can you please get that ugly old thing out of here and <laughs> And, and it was the total opposite because when I when I brought it in and you I could see, I could see the the wheels turning, man. Yeah, oh, and, man. And I was yeah. I was like, man, I, I yeah. No, I it's, mean to, uh, to someone else who they saw that. I mean, the the newbie techs right now, or anybody who's yeah. getting into it, or been in the last five ten years, they're gonna go, what is that hunk of junk? You know what I mean? That's, yeah. But you know anchor. what? Everybody's gonna have this type of moment sometime in the future of their career. You know, whether it be, I think be, you're right. whether it be a tool, um, a light, something mm -hmm. that 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 was part of their growing pains and experience yeah, throughout their career, sure, it, they're going to have. And honestly, I would keep some of that if you if you guys can. Don't think it's junk. That uh, if it's made you money for a long time, but it might not have been you know currently the best tool in your toolbox. Uh, I I don't know, man. I just keep it for just reminder of all the suffering and sacrificing and, you know, all that crap. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah the, for sure. Um, I call it the Wilson factor. Remember that movie, uh, the Tom Hanks and, uh, I think it was called Castaway. 
yeah. way back when. And uh, he got attached to that one little volleyball with his bloody handprint on it. And he made a face out of it. Right. <laughs> and when he loses it out in the ocean, he just freaks out, man. And how many times, Mike, have you lost the tool? Like one tool that was with you for decades, maybe even I've, I've done it, you know, like I lost the tool and like, Oh my God, where'd it go? Or sometimes you're lucky enough to find it again or somebody, some gracious soul, you, you know, you reintroduces know, it to you. Well, here's, <laughs> you know, here, I thought I was never going to see that light again. You know what I mean? Here's what's crazy. And, and, and this isn't just about tools. You guys ever think about something, right? And you go, man, I wish I, I wish I had that. And then you don't think about it anymore. Right? Like, and then one day it pops up, you know, and you're like, I was just thinking about that like two years or two, two months ago or whatever. It was like yeah. recent. It's like one of those things my mom used to tell me, like, Michael, you know what? You think about something and maybe you really want it really bad, but you, but in your mind, you got to let it go. And right. when you fully let go of something, it comes back. I don't know how to explain that crap, but I know it's happened to people. They're every person's life at some point. But damn, she was right. And not saying I was like, oh, I wish I had that light right now. But it was like, I wish I could see that yeah. light. You know what I mean? So Yeah, man. It's like you said. You know, you see you see it through your your eyes when you were that way back then, that age, you know. And it you know, and you brought up the students too, uh, or the the new the newbies and which, you know, are are the future of PDR, quite frankly. And Again, like I said earlier, I, you know, I'm not a nostalgic guy. I don't, you know, I don't live in the past by any means, but those things were, were sitting and, you know, in my buddy's yard for a while, the, the lights and pieces, and then I acquired them from him for a while and, and finally put them together for you because I, I thought, man, I know Mike's going to recognize this. I know he is. I just know it. And, and sure enough, you did. And what it, I also was thinking, you know, was for your students, the line board technicians, from what I understand, it seems like, you know, most of them are, are line board guys. And, uh, I don't know if you train anyone with, uh, with fog, do you? Oh yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I let okay. him have it, but yeah, I'm going to get to that okay. point, but you, you keep going, finish your point. Yeah, for sure. For sure. My, my point is, is that for them to see, you know, what we used to use and for us to see what we used to use and, and then see what, as compared to what we use now, and just how far we've come, it's it's pretty powerful to me to think we still haven't scratched the surface. Yeah, We're, right. We have so much further to go, and that's pretty damn inspiring for me. That's exciting to me. That's um, the nail hit on the head right there, dude. Like, Because I was going to say the same thing. If you can't appreciate what was created in the past, because, Joe, that was a state-of-the-art light back then, man. Yeah, it's, it was. It's a state-of-the-art light. And if you guys, it's like looking at a 1927 Ford Model T, honestly, okay? Yeah. And yeah. you can appreciate the, um, how can I say it, uh, the, the time put in it that Rick put into designing and creating this light, you know what I mean? And look, I know for a fact that Ultra based their light stand off of Rick Dugan's, dude. Because I know Steve Evil was, was even going to get trained by Rick Dugan at one point. I remember. Yeah, I remember him telling me. And so when you guys see this light, which I'll show a picture uh, below on my on my, uh, my PDR podcast, 
Okay. You guys go to the, go to PDR, excuse me, Dent Time PDR, look up this podcast, click on it. And you'll, I'm going to put a picture of this light that we we're talking about and you guys can see the exact light what I mean. So, um, but like you said, man, it's, it needs to be seen. It needs to be shown and show and show the history of how far we came. I mean, and, and it, we plugged it in, right? And it's like, it's yep. like, yeah. it's like not very bright. And we're like, how the hell did we fix dance with this thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like survive. Exactly. Uh, exactly. It's, it's, it's mind blowing though, uh, Joe. I mean, I wish we could show it as we're talking right now, but you know, right. we're, we're just trying It'll, to give the best visual, you know what I mean? So it had straps, yeah, right? Like, uh, yep. like pull straps to, to make it go back and forth, which is yeah, it tie down straps yeah. on it, like motorcycle tie down straps. And, uh, so the, you know, if, if I can explain it, uh, the best way I can explain it is like a four foot shop light. I mean the kind I, okay, let me back. That's more than four. When feet. I put, when, when I put it back together, when I put it together, Mike, I was, I went down to Lowe's to see if I could, you know, find one of these four foot shop lights. And I, uh, fluorescent light, because I wanted it to be period correct, you know. <laughs> I'm kind of yeah. OCD that way. Yeah. But um, and I couldn't find a fluorescent light to save my life. I, I saw LEDs, and I could have very well put an LED on there. So I had fluorescent shop lights still in my garage. And uh, and I, I took it off my <laughs> off my rafters of the garage. And so that's what's on the, the light right now. Oh, are you serious, a, man? A, yes, it is. It is a light. It, and I replaced it with an LED, by the way. So now... I'm coming into the future finally in, in my garage little by little, but, um, the, that lights of America fluorescent, uh, shop light four footer is that's the, that's what Rick used and, and the parts that he made on his own. Uh, you know, he had this, this little garage machine shop. And that's another thing that he had mastered was, uh, you know, building, building really cool stuff, man. I mean, he used to fix parts on my motorcycle and I was into dirt bikes a lot in the time, desert racing and stuff. And, and he made this bitch and kickstand for my bike uh, that he turned on a lathe. that was aluminum. Uh, he welded a, a frame that uh, was cracked at one point. And I mean, the guy could build anything, you know, but he designed that light, the, the whole stand and the, all the parts, you know, the trim pieces that hold the lens in place. He, that was all his, design from what i understand you know um I, you know it, I wouldn't it doubt is it anyway. and it has it has a tool bender like a tool bender and yeah. a wire bender in it uh i mean he really thought this freaking thing out man like there's yeah. some features yeah. on yeah. it i would like to see on a current stand right now i mean it, it, it's sure you know it's cool sure. as, as i walked in um this morning right by myself and right. oh, actually, actually, I came back. About I had to drop off J Ma and the uh, and Aaron, and I came back okay, to the cool. shop, and and everything's quiet. And I plugged it in, and guess what I hear? It sounds like a little lightsaber yeah. coming on. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and it yeah. warmed up. It's all, and then it went away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It like it warmed up. Sure. You know is. I remember that, you know what I mean? And then I had to remember taking that light off very carefully. You guys are going to remember, I was first doing dents in a Volkswagen Carmen gear with like practically one foot of room in the back of the seat, okay? Stuffing all this stuff in there in this big, big four-foot light, heavy, you know, five-piece, you know, thing I had to put together. And you had to be very careful. You bust that bulb or you don't have an extra bulb, man, you're, you're screwed. You know what I mean? That's yeah. it. It sucked, but yeah, 
you know, those were the days, man. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy that you lugged that thing around in a Carmen Ghia. I'm still pretty down impressed by that. Let me tell you something, man. I I I am so proud of that in my shop, man. It's not funny, man. You know, I mean, that's people. I know people. What is that, man? Oh, pff, man, let me sit down. You got you got a you got a little bit of time, so. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's definitely a conversation piece. Yeah. I, I I appreciate you saying that, man. That's, no, uh, I mean, I really really do appreciate cool. that, Joe, man, and um. Look, man, you're one of the nicest guys out on there. I mean, I knew we, we clicked as soon as we talked, and we talked most of the time at the IMI. Um, I, I really hope people will get to know you as well, just as I do, Joe, and I hope to see you. Are you coming to Las Vegas? I, I think so, man. I think I will be. I definitely got a lot of buddies that uh, that I talk to regularly that, that from other parts of the country, I mean, parts of the world, you know, from meeting them at MTE, and uh, I would love to. I'd definitely love to, to meet up with them. It's, it's always so cool to, to be able to, to congregate and, and uh, break bread together and, and trade war stories. You know, the camaraderie, camaraderie, excuse me. Is well, we're going to, we're going to go to dinner at least once or twice together. When, when, yeah, when for I sure, see you man. Okay. Um, for sure, man. And, and before we, 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 uh, you know, in the conversation, I, I wanted to just say something though, real quick, Mike, um, about again, you know, we, the light is cool and all that, and it's old school. It's it's a it's a piece of our history, yours and mine, and and it, it's meaningful to us. But I think where it really uh, what it really makes me think about is just what when I see that is just how much our world has changed, and how we are a legitimized industry now, thanks to again the 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 change makers like yourself and like Vince and, and TDN tools and Kevin and, and, and Paul Corden and Keith Cosentino all, and so many countless others that Bryce I Kelly, have not mentioned. All, all those yeah, guys out absolutely. there, the newcomers, all Christopher these, Ray, all these guys. Dude, absolutely, yeah. man. And every single, any, anybody really, any, any Ryan Schmo, Schott, like yeah. Joe Schmo, like myself who's just out there pushing and we're, we're communicating to the world of what, premium level PDR is supposed to look like. And to the point where we're legitimized now and we're, where we've got newcomers coming into the business who are a different breed than, than what we were. I, I wholeheartedly believe, again, I don't want to, I don't want to go on a tangent and we might be running over time, but no, yeah. I think that what's happening is in, in the process uh, our, our skill is going up in value. It sure it, the heck it, is. It, it really is. And I, it's so great to see. Um, I think the future is bright for us. We, I really do. So I'm dropping all my stuff here. But you okay. know what? Here's, here's, a, here's a point to make before we go to as well. It all starts with the how we think, right? And how, if we believe in ourselves or not. Because, it, listen, it, it, how many times have you talked to a customer? If you believe that that dent is worth $600, the customer is going to believe it's worth $600. Okay. Whether you have a price guide or not, but hopefully you do. But yeah. if you, you, you sell yourself and you believe in yourself, the customer will too. When you don't, it's funny how a customer or anybody can smell that you don't believe in yourself. So why should they, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how you got to change your way of thinking, believe in what you do, believe that, that you have a lot of self-worth, the value that's why I was talking about, it's kind of cool that we're ending on this because I started with this in the beginning of this podcast, but 
I believe 100%, Joe. I think you're 100% right. And we all need to do our, our, ourselves our part and help promoting it and at the same time educating the customer. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Man, Joe, you that's a great co- podcast, man. I, I, you're a great guest, and um, you gave some Thank good you. insight, man. I, I, and, uh, check Joe out. Do you have a website at all, Joe? I, I do. It's DentEvo.com. Uh, DentEvo, like Dent Evolution, but DentEvo. And uh, uh, that was by design, man. I, I believe in the evolution, you know, of, of, of what we do. And uh, so we have DentEvo.com. And then, of course, uh, Instagram's turning into my new website because that seems to be where uh, – yeah where I'm really able to put a lot of information and my, my, uh, my goal right now is my, my biggest challenge right now is communicating to the consumers on, on, in the best possible way, kind of trying to crack that code through video, through vertical video. Now I know you love that. Um, <laughs> and we'll talk about that another day. We will, but, uh, we will. Let's, let's, yeah, let, we'll make, yeah. well, I'll bring you back on. We'll talk about some okay, Instagram absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be glad to be there. And you just let me know. I'd, I'd like to talk about pricing too. Um, because that seems to be a real sticking point for a lot of, of my friends that I've talked with and, and friendly competitors too, quite frankly. And, um, you know, it, it's really not about the cha-ching. It's not about the, uh, trying to stick it to customers or get, get all their money. When you price a job accordingly, when you price it right, you're giving them the opportunity to have your best possible self involved. That's right. We, we are, we are then able to have the resources, the, the time, the, the time, the, the mindset to really do things in the, in the most proper way, assess it properly, break the job down before you even touch it. So you know exactly how you're going in there. Are you gonna Are you gonna go in there and just poke out that dent uh, with that orange cable running right behind it? I don't think so. You're gonna You're going to really assess things the right way. You're gonna have, give yourself enough time to do it right, and you might have enough money left over to hire a receptionist to take your damn calls. You know what I mean? And have other dent techs, competent dent techs, to help serve your your customers. You know. Well, we're gonna, I, that's how I. That's I, how I hope everybody. Start you're 100 percent right, and as a matter of fact, we're going to make this a little bit longer podcast since since I got you here because you know the next uh, time you come on, we're going to have a double whammy. We're going to talk about Instagram. We're going to talk about some tech tips about Instagram, okay. how we can promote it, and what you're doing currently to help promote your Instagram. And we're also going to bring him. See if I can get Mr. Paul Corden. He's a little busy, but anytime yeah. we're talking about it, I know anytime he gets a chance to, you know, pitch his his value, he's going to be it. You know, he'll, he'll come on. So yeah. how about I get you, yeah. you and him on the same time the next time I come on? I'd be honored, man. I'd, I'd be honored. He taught me a lot, dude. I, I've learned so much from that guy uh, about demonstrating value. Uh, that's good. Now, now I'm going to switch real quick. Okay. So sure. what, what did you and I, you, me, Steve Brown, Chris Brown, Shane Roses, um, Matt Amillo, Armillo. I always forget how to pronounce his yeah, name. Matt, Matt Armillo. Yeah, Matt Armillo. He's going to kill you. Like, my God, freaking come on. How right dare now. you? Okay, let's go get a grip, all right? <laughs> and, and, a, and a couple other guys. Yep. We, we, Dent we, Les, Miro. Yeah, yeah, Dent Les. Yep. We, we said, hey, man, let's start getting together like every three to four months and have our own like mini you know, get-together of MTE and talk about tech tips and tools. and. Yes. And kind of just really kind of stay stay in the net, like what's going on, you know what I mean, and and yeah. help 
help build ourselves up and stay motivated. That's another thing. And right. it just, that's a big like, thing. Look, we were talking about too, like, Hey, before we knew each other, before we knew internet, before we knew every, we were all independent. Right. And we, we just had nothing to measure or compare. Right. We didn't know right. where we stood, you know? Right. Right. Now, Chris and I were talking yeah. about not to interrupt, but we were talking about how back in the day it used to be like Highlander, man. Like you see another dent guy under a lot, man. It's, there can only be one, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was like vampires to each other, you know, like uh, yeah. daylight yeah. and vampire, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, exactly. I encourage you guys to do that. Try try to get around with your local PDR techs and get together, get, you know, and see what's up. I'm not telling you to price fix or anything like that. I'm telling you to stay up to date with each other and and see what's cracking. You know what I mean? So I think it's going to be really, really good. Um, I, I can't wait to – we're going to do that in August, right? We got it down. Yep. So August, yes, sir. Anybody in Southern California, they want to join us, please do. Man, hit me up. I will tell you the exact date and where we're going to meet. We're actually going to meet at Vince's shop. Yeah, Vince is going to be there too. Okay, so cool. All right. So, nice anyways. central location. Yeah, hey, listen. I want to thank you again, Joe, for coming on, man. You, uh, great, great uh, conversation. And I hope everyone enjoys this podcast. And thank you again, though, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. You're so very welcome, my friend. Thank you, too. It's an honor to be here. You got it, Joe. And hang on just a second. Hey, if anybody is interested in the, um, uh, again, IMI, go to AnsonPDR.com. You can get some more information there and sign up or uh, volunteer your own shop to host it and see what they can do for you. I'm Mike Toledo. This is Joe Garcia at Dent Evo on Instagram. And my handle is Instagram at Dent Time. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one.